football is around the corner and we are ramping it up over here on the Ringer NFL feed in the month of August. Every week, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you not one, but two extra point takens. That's right. Double the trouble as we predict, debate, and analyze our way through camp and the preseason every Monday and Friday. But that is not all. Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Wednesday. We'll talk about everything in the world of the NFL. And who knows, maybe Steven will even have something nice to say about your favorite squad. Though, frankly, I wouldn't count on it. Subscribe to The Ringer NFL Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow The Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Ringer NFL. Lot of big news today. There's going to be no no talk of hobby drama. Simply the most <laughs> massive uh, shape shifting. Jesse screamed at me. <laughs> That's the problem. Jesse yelled at me. I off broke there his brain right beforehand. It wasn't he pulled right a before. Classic Mike screamed, just, overreacted, screamed at me. I don't cussed. know where it came I'm not from. I'm going to tell you what he said. Oh, dude, trust me. It would be you get you canceled since he called me. Okay, first ridiculous. off, this is an over exaggeration. I did get a little. Heated. I got a half I, a half hearted apology after. Half hearted, and, so, and so I'm just letting it sink in. I don't even apologize to my wife like that. Great husband. But we're talking about <laughs> the Panini news today. Big. There news. has been this actually released Mon, uh Excuse me. Yeah, Monday. This came yeah, out Monday, right after the podcast ended. An hour after we stopped yep. recording on Monday, we did an emergency <laughs> podcast live on YouTube that night. Which Check it out. Still, it's one so of good. our best. One of our best uh, YouTube views. Anyways. The long of it and the short of it, mostly the short of it because I don't have enough time to get into this. Ravel's going to join us here in a few minutes. He's the one who initially broke this news. He still has more connections, I, I, I feel know. like, in the media than anybody, including us, anybody in the sports card world. Yeah, absolutely. There's just no question. So the NFLPA on Monday, quick recap, NFLPA comes out and says, we are terminating our contract immediately. They don't specify why. Uh, with Panini cards. Mean, and then we're going exclusive with Fanatics. Now, we have, just to be very clear, we have not talked to Fanatics or Panini and got any type of official statement, but all we can go on is what is out there in the public. So, NFLPA, we're done with Panini. We are now exclusive with Fanatics. What that means is Fanatics now holds the rights to use the name, image, and likeness of the players in the NFLPA, including their autographs, if they have deals with them. That's on Monday. That then would mean Panini can still make football cards because they still have the league license Huge distinction. Panini still has a deal with the NFL, so they can still use team names, logos, etc. They can't use the actual players who are wearing the jerseys. Fanatics has the players in those jerseys, but can't use the team names and logos. Horrible, horrible news right off the bat. Then we get some, we can jump in anytime too if I leave off the, the high details. After that, we then, Panini goes back at them and says, uh, hey, you've breached the contract. You know, we're going to continue just to make product until, because it did say effective immediately, do you want me to? I, I've Go got ahead, it right yeah, please. So they came out and said, we believe this was a totally. You said enough. It's <laughs> an apology. Was, I don't want to hear another freaking I word. apologize. Go ahead, I'm kidding. We believe this was totally unwarranted and improper action by That's the NFL Players Association. Read that line again. <laughs> in conjunction with Fanatics, especially in light of the unprecedented sales by Panini of NFL trading cards. Panini has grown the category of sports trading cards by over a thousand percent since 2009 to benefit all concerned. We believe the only party who benefits from this action by the NFL Players Association is fanatics and not the players, the leagues, or consumers. We note that in addition to the NFL Players Association's license, Panini has licenses with the NFL and over 360 individual players 
Panini will honor all of its contractual obligations. I'm curious. So a, a lot of people took it right off the bat to mean they will honor their redemptions because they have deals with players. That was the hopefully, although it's, hope, been, yeah. it's been difficult to get those anyways. And then yesterday we find out even more. Now Panini, or the NFL releases a statement, the PA basically saying the reason we're terminating the contract is because of a change in management. Yeah. I is there anything it, more specific? I think specific? it was like change of leadership specifically. So that would mean high up executives at the company, which if you all remember earlier this year, that is one of the reasons why Panini filed a lawsuit uh, against Fanatics because they they felt that Fanatics came and poached their top people. And that is what now NFLPA is saying, well, that's the reason why we left because those people are no longer there. How is, I'm very curious on the legality of that. If you sign a contract with a company, even if the president of the company leaves, you still have a contract with a company, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I'm But I don't know. Maybe that was in the language. We haven't seen the contract they had initially with Panini, so I don't know. You would think that they were, if there was something that said like a non-compete, you can't go work for another one of our competitors, then yeah, there's definitely a leg to stand on for Panini. But it, you would think if that NFL, was the case, they would have said something. And I'm actually thinking from the NFL side. Like, how does he, what gives the NFL the right to, even if there was a non-compete from Panini, that doesn't affect the NFL. No, I I wouldn't think so. But in this case, if they don't like current management or they just preferred the management that was there, and if that is really 100% the truth, because we know what they tell us, right? Uh, we can speculate on what there may be real reasons for, like one of the things I think I mentioned in our live uh, on Monday night was it may be that Panini kind of shot themselves in the foot when they came with that initial uh, lawsuit a couple of weeks ago against Fanatics because that opened the door for Fanatics to come back and file a suit against them, wherein they claimed that profits were misrepresented. And maybe that's what NFLPA saw. And they said, hey, we're not getting, maybe they thought they were deserved more or they should have gotten more. And they're using that as the reason because. But interesting, they didn't quote that at all. They no. just simply said the change in management. Do you have yeah. that? Do you have that uh, tweet? The change um, in or whatever that information, the quote there. I don't have that because okay, I actually I uh, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I got that from Sports Card Investor from Jeff's page. So and oh, really? I've heard other people say it, but I have not actually seen where they said that. But that's something that we can ask. I kind of figured when Ravel came on, we could clarify with him. That's fine. So. In the interim, we're left in a weird situation because basically, as it stands right now, it seems like things are obviously going to get... Well, the other piece I forgot to mention, yesterday as well, NFLPA came out very specifically and said, effective immediately, we don't want you printing cards anymore. You no longer have the right. And Panini said, we're going to continue to release what we already have, what has already been approved, which according to a couple of people I spoke to in the industry three to six months of releases. Like those releases are approved months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. The, the photography, the licensing, the deal, all that. Yeah. So that, you know, so maybe we are still going to have months, but well, I, it's I, definitely going to get tied up in the courts. It looks like. Well, at this point, Panini has now said they're going to try and find an arbitration method to resolve this, where essentially instead of taking this to a full blown like jury and court, I'd arbitrate it. they were going to find an arbitrator yeah, come to come between them. And Can I'm sure there's, the I'm sure there's something, a lot of contracts say like, you know, you can choose that as an option. And that's probably Which what they're doing. Sense. I mean, it's probably yeah. the better option. Just go to the I'm telling you, that would be great. Live negotiation on air with the NFLPA. <laughs> Me as the arbitrator, I take my well, first Adderall, the, three cans of Celsius. <laughs> the issue with the arbitrator role is like, 
Now we like all of this will happen behind closed doors. Is it and legally we binding? By the way, do you know? Yeah, it is. So what the so arbitrator they, says, you go. What you have to. That's part of. That's one of the what if you good both things, disagree? bad things. What if you choosing. both disagree with it? Both parties. Oh, I don't know. I think it's still, yeah, I think it's still binding. I, I, that is was that, my understanding. That, it, is, it is binding in, in baseball. Like for yeah. example, Carlos might Carlos jump in if you know. But like when a player used to select going to arbitration as opposed to like opting in, mm -hmm. what the arbitrator said like kind of was set in stone. So I do wonder if that, isn't that right, Carlos? I, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I would Carlos, ask. Carlos, welcome we back from Sweden. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution. No, just kidding. Um, was it Sweden, by the way? Is it we just, yeah. it was Sweden. Sw no, Switzerland? Oh, Sweden. Yes. Sweden. People it. from Sweden are Swedes. People from Switzerland are Swiss. People from the Netherlands are, are Dutch. Is that right? No, they're Nethers. The Nethers, that's right. That's okay. The Nethers. <laughs> so all of this though has been unfolding the past couple of days. The other crazy thing about all this now, too, is there's still this major monopoly antitrust lawsuit going on between Panini and Fanatics anyways. Now, all of a sudden, they may take over football this year as well. But as it stands— but they oh, God, still please. don't. But the, the issue there, though, is even though NFLPA has pulled out, NFL has not pulled right, out. So that's what I was going to say. So as of right now, though— you have literally the worst of both worlds. You have one that can make cards that are officially licensed and logo with the teams, mm -hmm. and that's it. You have another that has the rights to the players. Now, it, at least from who I spoke to as well, they did say now individual deals would still be able to be made and withheld. Example being, the NBA PA has an exclusive with Panini, yet LeBron, who's a part of the Players Association, has a separate exclusive deal with Upper Deck. Sure. He is still able to— so. And, and then that's why yesterday's statement was interesting. Panini saying, hey, here's why it's weird to me, though. Three, four weeks ago, Arch Manning signs a deal with Panini that everybody under the sun knows about. Press releases, news all over the place. It's, it's major news. Mm -hmm. Now they come out, I think it was yesterday, where they said we have 360 players signed up. Yes. Yeah, that was what the initial response from Panini said. Yeah. So if that's the case, again, we can get well, into some, they, I want to clarify that with Ravel, too. They said 360 contracts. I don't know what that actually meant as far as like are those all existing contracts like i mean uh uh currently playing players or are those also guys who have retired well already? that wouldn't count though so that's the difference though. retired players and people not in the league yet are not in the pa same way panini makes baseball right now without the mlb pa sure. they can make retired products mm -hmm. this year is a good example 2023 all panini product yep. has been retired or prospects not in the pa yeah so here's what I want to do with Ravel. I'd like to get some clarity on some of these specific points. I don't need to recap the whole story. I like Darren. He gets he's a little bit winded. I want to keep I want to get this thing focused and really get some specific answers here um, and see uh, you know what he knows. I'm very curious about the whole arbitration thing. I think the I'm curious too about the NFL and the NBA, by the way. That because that is my next question. If the and here's the first thing that came into my head when we heard this news too. Uh, by the way, Carlos, when Darren gets here, just, just add him in. We'll just roll right with it. The first thing I thought of was the NFLPA, NFL, are not making decisions so that in a, in a month they find themselves in front of a grand jury. That no, doesn't make sense to me. I wouldn't think I, that I would, would be think the case. that if you are breaching this contract, terminating a contract, whatever— I would just have to think an organization like that is, yeah, there's, here's they the They consulted cause. their lawyers. They of knew course, beforehand right? that they I were going to be Because okay. again, we talk about fanatics coming in and being the biggest fish in the room and in, in the sea of, of cards in the hobby, no question. Yeah. It's not the case with the NFL. Like the NFL is on a whole nother planet. Yes. So that was my first thought. My second thought was, well, if there's enough evidence here and whatever to, to constitute them doing this, well, wouldn't that also hold true for the NBA, PA? 
That's what did yeah. they pull out next? Maybe not. I have no idea. And then my next thing, again, third thought and final one would just be, so then when does the NFL follow suit? When do they say, hey, same thing, we're, we're pulling out for X, Y, Z reasons. And then if that happens, now Fanatics holds the keys to the kingdom. They've got both. They've got the players and the logos. So I don't know if it was from like the Ken Golden Live or if it was, was something on, else. The you one that I was on. on. You did get featured in By there. By the way, Grant from the, Backyard on, on with us. Uh-huh. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Kid just sitting there shirtless, flipping his phone around. We got his dog and his girlfriend. He lives in Florida. I wouldn't I, wear a shirt. But I was just like, why is this guy on the live? <laughs> nice kid, but I'm like, added nothing to the conversation. Oh, don't stop. Anyway, Everybody else was great. I like him. I like his brother, Nick, even better. But the, I was like, what is this goofball doing here? The Dang it, what was I even talking about? So oh, sorry. yeah. Ken Golden had mentioned something about how some of players' associations and uh, the leagues themselves have not always seen eye to eye. So it may be that... Yeah, NFL could follow suit just because the NFL PA pulled out. But there's also been other situations apparently in the past where that has not been, uh, they haven't seen eye to eye, and they would almost do the opposite of what the, the other association did. So it's uh, it could be that they follow suit, but it, it definitely there's still a world where we see no real substantial product in 2023 if Panini is not allowed to put out their current roster of product because you would either have cards that have names and likenesses, but no teams, or you'd have teams with no names and likenesses. So what's the point? Well, and even that, I don't know the Panini's in a spot to go out and just do that now anyways. Like for baseball. Well, like, I was they, thinking like more Fanatic. I would think Fanatics would probably do like, because I mean, unlicensed product. But I mean, like, Could be. what do you, I guess you're just putting, you're, you're doing something similar to what MLB or what Panini's done with MLB in that situation. Because they've done- sure names but no teams no logos or anything i guess i'm just curious uh like did who knew this was coming that's my other major major question if you know this is coming down the pipe then if you're both sides then if you're fanatics and you know it's coming perfect we're ready to roll we got product the prints the presses have already been running we're good to go the day we get this this notice if you're panini same thing is true if we know this is coming which it sounds like they had no clue so honestly I, i don't know who knew what but if i'm panini and i know this is coming then my first thought is we need to have all these vets, and maybe they did. 360 people. Everybody needs to be signed up, ironclad, so that we can, if the worst happens and we lose the PA, mm-hmm. then we are ready to go with the vets just right out of the gate. But yeah. if I'm Panini too, I mean, it sounds like they're at least until this arbitration happens. I don't know when that'll be. Like, Luminance came out yesterday. Yeah. There was no delay there. We just people got were selling it. We just got encased, is shipping to us, we were just told, on Monday. That comes out next Wednesday. Well, I think the whole so, arbitration uh, going that path is hopefully to put like a stop gap, gap in between this hard and fast. Like you can no longer sell any of this product because we are still like this is still being worked out in the courts type of thing. And honestly, in a perfect world, because obviously the deal is going down in a perfect world, the arbitrator, the court, however, whoever ends up being the deciding factor says, you know what, Panini, show us your, your current roster. What has what designs, what sets have already been signed off on? Again, I've been told by multiple people it's going to be three to six months, probably closer to six months. Those are ready to go. If that's the case, we see almost no hiccup here. We've got mm-hmm. six months lead time. Fanatics can ramp up, decide what they're going to do, start getting things ready. If a deal can be made with the NFL, because that's still the whole underlying issue. And then for the first time, and I did not think I would be saying this, I am actually starting to wonder if Fanatics is going to buy Panini. I don't think that there's, I don't think that should be a a thought. I think it's a probability. 
No, no, no. I'm saying, oh, like, okay. I, I don't think, like, I've already been I think scolded. there's very high. I don't need to be told I'm stupid. <laughs> I, I think there's a very high chance of that I, happening. I have not and I don't, that ever. I'm have not you? saying it's necessarily fanatics that would do the, the buying, but it would make the absolute most sense. I think what would happen is you would see Panini get split off into multiple different areas where, where their IP in uh, licensing that they still hold would get sold off. So you would obviously have fanatics buying right. football and basketball, and they would hopefully even take some of that IP of like maybe Prism or yeah, uh, Prism you know, Flawless, NT. NT yeah, and all you of have, that. because and if then, you do that, you would then own everything, right? You'd have to deal with the NFL and the PA. Yeah, exactly. And so, you have product ready to go. So there, there's that. And hopefully you would even like be able to sell off the contracts with the card companies or the card manufacturers. It'd be a real sure. easy transition. Not right to mention that. if that happens, I would think all, all pending lawsuits are done. No, exactly. Like well, the monopoly, the antitrust, everything. I would think. So is Ravel standing us up? By the way, what is going on here? I just messaged him. Do you have a phone number for him, or are we just doing this through Twitter? I just have his email, and yeah. Um, so there, there's that aspect of it. But then you also have like the fact that Upper Deck might come in there and maybe take some other parts parts of it. Um, whoa, 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 say that again. Upper Deck coming in and taking other parts as far as like. What if it's a whole sell-off of Panini? Like, Panini sells everything. Like, they've got soccer. They've got, got you, wrestling, got UFC, all these other things. Obviously, you have, uh, Upper Deck is really known for uh, yeah, hockey, hockey and more than anything and right now. Deals. So it could be that. Or it could just be that Panini sells off those other portions, and then they just continue with their soccer, NFTs, uh, all the other stuff that they're, they're still known for. So, but I don't see a world where... They just sit there with licenses and do nothing with them or put out product that people just aren't going to yeah, like. Yeah, because I, I, I will be honest. I don't find either of those options for products desirable. Uh, it's different than baseball to me and to most mm -hmm. collectors. I, I don't want to go out and buy a product where Jim Kelly is the big chase. And I love Jim Kelly. Sure. I, I'm not into, I don't. And the other thing too is there's not really a prospect system like there is in baseball and football. Like in product last year, even you were getting Ellie De La Cruz in, yeah. some, in some product. Oh, cool. I can get a guy who then J-Rod was in stuff last year. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, they had the PA, they still had the PA deal. So that's different. But I just mean you had guys last year and even this year, Anthony Volpe, Jordan Walker, there was still like that cool, awesome chase. As a matter of fact, Ellie De La Cruz was in stuff this year from Panini, now that I'm thinking of it. That's a that's just a game changer. But if you told me, hey, here's the two options, you can go buy vets and college kids. With but with licensing with logos, yeah. Which, by the way, there was also something about the NCAA. Your ADD is so bad today. Like, I, I think it may be the caffeine as well. But I'm like, hurt. We are like it's jumping not, no, around I, so much. We can't. I what? I, it's not like it's bad though. You're hitting all the topics we need to talk about. But it's like we need to focus down on one and then discuss that and then go to the next one. But that's okay. I'm dealing with a womb. <laughs> so I apologize. But this is the overall thought, though. I'm just saying, as it sits. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I just don't find either desirable. I agree. I don't want to buy the vets and, and that, that stuff. And I and I don't want to buy college or non-logoed stuff either. Not well, for the NFL, at least. I've felt the same way even about the Panini baseball for these years. I know people still like it. It's uh, always been different. Yeah, but it's I, just never been one of those things. If I'm going to collect anything, I want all of it. You know, I want I'm also leaves. in the minority want, there, though, I think. I, I think I'm one I of the I think there's few. a lot of people who do still enjoy it, for sure. There's definitely a lot. But I but hardcore collectors, I think, have have by and large passed on the majority of it. Like, they don't care about it? They don't want it? Is that what you're saying? Like, they, they think it's bad? So, I would say, if we if you just took 100 people who are active break um, break 
customers. Okay. Baseball specific. A hundred guys just across the grid. And you said, okay, how many of you guys buy Panini mm-hmm. baseball? And you broke it up to Immaculate NT Flawless, like the big ones. Okay. I think 60, 70% would say, yeah, I'm in on that. Like not licensed, I get it, but it's an awesome patch, awesome card. I like it no matter what. Yeah. But if you said, okay, take out those three, how many do you got of, of, of the hundred, how many are buying select prism, you know, those, I think it's like 20 to 30%. I think it's way, way lower. Okay. Maybe. And in football, I think it is. I mean, football is the most team fanatic sport of, of anything. Baseball is crazy because sure. of prospecting. Yes. Dude, everybody loves Ellie. I don't care that he plays for the Reds. Yeah. Well, like, especially everybody loves one. change. So I did there. Mm. Not one. Um, <laughs> no, but like, I, I just think prospecting just has, has encompassed baseball more than anything. Football, you love your team. Like football fans are fans of the team, their player. 100%. So I just think it's a major, well, uh, it would be, it's a, I, I just, I, I think we're going to obviously learn a lot more, but it is interesting to me to see how this goes. The other thing real quick, I want to touch on with wait, this. Go ahead, wait, wait, I was going to say, um, same topic. Product, I'm not leaving. As far as product goes though, we do know in the next month, like I, I pulled this up before we started uh, the show today, you've got, 2023 Panini Donruss Elite Football. You've got Mosaic Football. In cases next You've week. You've got Black Football. You just had Luminance. Mm-hmm. And you got in case. You ha- okay, you have in case for next week, right? Actually, you said that. I didn't have that on. Oh, no, it is. Okay. I do. It's it is on 30, here. Yeah, 30th. so you've got, what is that, five products in the next over the next month. And, and those are printed and ready to go. You, you would think those are printed and ready, right? No like, question. Because it takes time to ship, box, ship get to the middleman and then the middleman gets to you, right? If you're the seller and then it gets to us, the consumer. So obviously we would think that stuff's already done, but if, you know, if if the arbitrator says, if there is no arbitrator, say they, the, they can't get the arbitrator to agree or, or whatever they, the contract doesn't deem this being an arbitration, uh, uh, I, I guess, qualifying move, they would not have that option and they would essentially be open to lawsuits to if they don't stop selling products, even if it it sounds like even if that product is already made, uh, I reached out to Paul Lesko, you know the lawyer that we had on a few episodes the guy ago. You dressed up for I know. <laughs> Paul Lesko uh, is a heck of a guy, very knowledgeable, and I did Never ask him about the arbitration thing. He did mention that even if they do arbitration, it's not like it's going to be a super fast situation either. He said Which that's going to be like way. a year or something. Oh, then actually, even if that's the case, that's a win because it. The only thing that cannot happen is we cannot have all of a sudden, hey, tomorrow, Friday, August 25th, uh, guys, you can't release these. Pro- By the way, we're, yeah. I'm good with Ravel. I haven't even heard anything yeah, from good. him. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Carlos, what- if he comes, don't let him in the room, please. I'm, I'm, I'm already angry. And I, yeah, he 15 minutes late. We're good here. But the, the, the continuation of that, though, is how are we? Uh, is there a world where we're going to miss this entire crazy hyped up QB class? It's already fractioned off anyways because of the autograph sure. stuff. And now it's like, now we might not get anything. So what did Sports Boy do in his infinite wisdom? What did I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Went out and bought Panini. Well, here's the thing. I did something you, else uh, besides that. I'll tell you afterward. But yes, I did. So when we were doing the live on Monday, I just was like, you know, because we were we started thinking, okay, so what are you, some of these This cards? was all your thought. Smart, very uh, intelligent thought. I hate to say it. Well, a lot of these thoughts that you've come back with are sharing are some of my thoughts. It's okay. It's fine. Um, the idea was Tell that we were, showing, <laughs> we were showing uh, what sales were going for for either Luminance or just uh, the autos that were for Bryce Young and for Stroud that came out 
from Panini earlier in the year, Panini right? Like instant. there was a Panini instance yep. pro where uniform, pro uniform yep. and auto, yep. which is something that obviously we're not getting, even if they can continue making product. Right. So the question was, was that just going to be the only NFL? Cause I mean, obviously we know that fanatics won't have NFL licensing to make something with their logos on we there. We don't think, we don't I mean, think at least at this point. So the the thought was okay these cards may be super valuable especially if you think that they're going to do well ebay's uh for sale it did not they had not sold yet but for sale those cards $80,000 that were price. listed yeah, yeah. again but then there were others 50,000 40,000 and there were some sales in the 5 and 6,000 dollar range oh yeah there was because, over i think 5,000 yeah cuz like to your point that was the thought this might be the only true year rookie Pro uniform autograph for some of these guys. So could be interesting. That was uh so while we were on that live, I went ahead and just bought some no name graded yeah, some no great no name grader kid. put a 10 on a card uh for the base. It was not autos, and I just bought one of each for like fifty dollars. It was way overpriced, but at the time there was a lot of adrenaline, a lot of things going around. So I, I did pull the trigger on those. Um the the thought though is all right. You buy the the product. The reason why we were even thinking about it was because what if there is no 2023 sure. football product? Here's your only because rookie. Here you have to start talking about that because what what happens? What happens to the product that's out there? Does that mean luminance is all of a sudden like the product a, of the year? So there's a premium put on anything that has come out for 23. Because I started looking. 2023 is seems to be anywhere where they're pre-selling it, like on Blowout mm -hmm. or uh, DNA. It it's it's sold out. Like, not to mention, well, and I think a lot of that's just them saying we're not selling right now. They want to see. There could be that too, but definitely, I, there's no chance they sold out. Like blowout is never sold out of anything. Well, I mean, they will always they'll say sold that's out. That's what I mean. But yes, so, yeah. So the other thought too that kind of kind of couples with that is, and I actually agree in this too. Okay, I'm a I'm a heavy football break. Like you go on TikTok right now. Football breaking is more popular than anything on TikTok. Like you go on car drop. Yeah, live, I would say myself yeah, for sure. Baseball, we're crushing baseball. Uh, TikTok, huge, which right now is is blowing up, is football almost exclusively. Yeah, like everybody. I would say even in break the breaking communities, like I, if I'm if I'm watching backyard, I feel like they're almost always it's either football or basketball. Sure. Very rarely but baseball. If you have built your community, that's what they want. Well, you can't just take a month off. So what do you do? If no, and again, we're playing the what if if no products coming out. Okay, luminance in case the few that we've had, fine. Mm -hmm. But then it's okay. Back to twenty two. Exactly. And then back to 21. So, so that was the other thing I was going to so mention that I did. There's potential. So you bought something stupid, I guarantee. I did, but I canceled it the next morning. What, what What did you attempt to buy? 2022 Prism Football. Here's the only thing. I like that product. I'm fearful of what the, was it a box or a case? Box. Two boxes. 1600 or more? No. They're still not going for that. I bought, you can, I could still go For out both. and buy it right now. Each per box. Yeah, it was one thousand fifty dollars. Oh, so more than sixteen hundred. I'm saying sixteen for both. Oh, for both. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the only thing that scares me with that. That I, I don't. I'm glad you canceled because yes. you have been on a streak lately. <laughs> Messy tickets. You know, I thought like either way because the burning blowout, money on this vacation. Blow, blowout is selling. Uh, was again that product is selling saying sold out right now. It was selling for twenty twenty. Uh, or I'm sorry, nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So, so I, I was like, you know what? I'll get close to what I bought it for. I, I think that's a real play though. I think we're going to see people go back. If there's even fear 
that this stuff may happen. I, would, I think we could see that. We so. have to warn about like uh, the select though, because of those XRCs. I then, yeah, what the, happens with XRCs? We got to talk about redemptions now too. Cause like that's I mean, we the, do, we do, but that's the other thing that, that, that terrifying, right? If you buy 22 redemptions and next year Panini doesn't earn six months, they don't have these rights and licenses anymore. It's already difficult to get them. How, and, and the names that have been redemptions the past few years, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, you know, Purdy wasn't a few. Justin Fields almost exclusively. Even Zach Wilson, I know nobody cares about him now, but like, there's some major names. That, to me, is scary as well. Well, so. the thought on the redemption fa- uh, field is that they are going to, they have to fulfill obligations, right? That's what they're saying, at least. Panini's, uh, but it's already been ruled in the court that you can, because they already had that, that lawsuit last year about mm-hmm. redemptions, or something of similar value. So that's, at least there's... Scares it, me too. Though, that's a, white a good score? thing though, because I mean, I saw someone make a post about this with Tops uh, previously. I don't know if this is still the case, but they never did that. Once it was expired, like there was no. It's over. Yeah, it's over, and there wasn't like any additional. You either got the card or you didn't get anything Correct. type of thing. So people are. I'm not saying like get rid of expiration it, dates. By the way, that solves yes. redemption problems. Oh, one hundred percent. Never. This is one of the few things I think Leaf does absolutely right. I've said that before. Like I, I messaged Brian before I bought cases a few months ago, and he said, "Nope, there are no expiration dates." Which is great. Absolutely. Because at least then, even if you don't have the thing five years from now, okay, it's a $300 auto, whatever it might be. Hey, here's $300 worth of wax. At least you're getting something. Yeah. And then uh, as far as the the redemption goes, I did make this point on the the video podcast. And I do think it would be a really, really bold move for fanatics to do this. If you guys get the licensing and you can do it, encourage these signers to sign these cards. Because, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if they're the ones who have the NFLPA, which they they definitely have that now, encourage them to go and sign those cards. Because, it, yes, it doesn't benefit you at all, right? Like, you're not getting any money for it. But at the end, you want to be the hobby hero. There is no better press, I think, in that situation A than to help. selfless move. Exactly. To, mm-hmm. to help those guys. And it's not really hurting you either. So, just, guys, fanatics, I know you listen to the pod. Please just consider that would it. be amazing. All right, next big story that came out uh, this morning. No, no, we can't. You're not. Just, we're not done talking about this. We have the, there's several other topics to talk about with this. Okay, good. Um, so we did talk about 2023 NFL. The price jump. Are you expecting a price jump already? Like the what? the products that have come out, luminance, because there's yeah, not did. already. Yeah, that's what At I said. At this it, point, you should go out and buy it. Then I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I think the price will go up. I'm not buying any football right now. You don't buy any football. Okay. I want to know what it does. I'm not making a move. Um, here's the thing. There were like, has he shown up, Carlos? Did he ever sh- try and get in? Ravel? I hope he didn't. Carlos shut him out. No, I haven't seen him. Man, that's such a not cool move. Um, Amazing. I make a joke and get screamed at. This guy blows us off. You don't say a word about it. Intr- I'm, I, kidding. I'm, you, kidding. I'm kidding. I don't dude, need you yelling again. Take it easy. Shut up. You are going to. Hey, you know what? Before we go on, oh, you know gonna, what? We can switch. Oh, no, no, let me go ahead. This, someone oh. sent this into us today. I wanted oh, to go ahead and play it. This is what I hear. You're on that podcast. Yep. Sports cards nonsense, right? <laughs> I thought so. Yep. I was going to tell you something. Thank you. Hmm. What was it? Oh, yeah. Up. Go kill yourself. Thank Why you. did that guy say that? Somebody sent that into us, and it was not very nice. So. Anyways, I just wanted you to hear that. Um, we can go ahead and jump. That's fine. There are we'll hit the other ones in mailbag. So even though Ravel wasn't here to talk about, it, which is not cool at all, and I will go off with you later. I'm gonna keep my cool on the podcast. So 
Hey, call Jeremy real quick, please. Eisenberg. He under, I was texting about the arbitration thing. I'd like to, I'd like to get, I think you could add a little bit of clarity to this because I'm very curious on this arbitration thing. Back to our opening topic. This is our agent from Octagon. He, I, I feel like he can add at least some info on the, because I, I, my, that is my big question. Is an arbitrator in this instance just like, hey, end all, be all, this is what it is, it's over? Because that would be wild. He's probably sitting in an airport terminal. Background noise. Hang up on him. Just kidding. We love Jeremy. <laughs> Mr. Gibson. What's up, Jeremy? Mr. How are you, man? Yeah, he, I told him he was on the pod. That's why he called you. Yeah, dad. exactly. Uh, no, no, no. He always calls me that. Um, Jer Jeremy, if you have a quick second, we wanted to get your thoughts on the whole arbitration thing. Do you yeah. have any? Jeremy, can I, I? we need some clarity because we're dumb. This whole thing with Panini, Panini's requested an arbiter for the whole NFLPA thing. If they go to an arbiter, is that uh, like binding? Like what he says goes no matter what? Is that generally how that works? It'll, it'll say it and specify it in the agreement between Panini and the PA, whether or not the arbitration is binding. If it's binding arbitration, then yes, whatever the, whatever the judge, it's generally a judge or a retired judge or someone with judicial, meaningful judicial experience that serves as the, the arbitrator in, in these proceedings. Um, but yeah, if, if it's binding arbitration, then, then whatever is, uh, decided there is binding on, on both parties. Uh, there's, there is something referred to as non-binding arbitration where they try to come up with a resolution. And if, if neither party, if either party disagrees, then, then they're free to proceed to the court. Is that something we'd find out? Like ahead of time, like when would when the public find out? Hey, this is going to be binding or non, or would that just be after the fact? It'd probably be after the fact. Yeah, you know, the other part of, of these arbitration hearings or mediation hearings, it's all private, it's all confidential, uh, unless you know, either party decides to to disclose it uh, within the the parameters of whatever confidentiality agreements uh, are are you know overriding the, the proceedings. But yeah, it it it's. Probably unlikely, except for leaks, that that we would get a very you know definitive understanding of what what the resolution was, except for what happens with with the in in the market itself. All right, last question: Have you heard any confidential information from the NFLPA? Have they have any of your people not. been talking to you? Dang it, Jeremy! No, it, I thought we were breaking is, news. <laughs> everybody is tight lipped. It's it's a complicated situation, um, and the unfortunate you know side of this is. I, I, it looks like the collector is gonna gonna lose uh, unless these guys can find a way to to work together to to serve the market and and as as uh, well as the hobby is doing right now, uh, you know, we certainly want to yeah we want to maintain this momentum, continue to bring new collectors in. Um, I think Panini and Tops have both uh, done a lot to to contribute to the success that the hobby has today. Are there, are there problems? Yeah, for sure. There are, lots, there are lots of problems, lots of opportunity to get better, but this process is only going to risk the, the success that uh, the hobby's experiencing. And, and I hope for, for uh, the whole industry that it, it's resolved quickly. Thank you, Jeremy. Really appreciate it, man. That's exactly what we needed to know. My pleasure, fellas. All Happy. right. Talk Thanks, soon. Man. See ya. Bye. My next question, how's that contract going with the, with the Spotify? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Jeremy, how's our arbitration going with Spotify? Are we in arbitration? I don't Is think that that's we're how for? that works. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, there's that's, another that's question that I'm comes up that. Uh, with all of this, too, is we talked about the NBA, like possibly doing following suit. 
if NBA does follow suit, then when is that? When does NBA product usually start coming out for this year? For the, the I guess it would be for the next year. Yeah, Wemby stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. I would assume in the next month or so. Because that would be, Roughly. I think, this if you're will the NBA, be an you, overall big hiccup. But if you had NBA both? also do it, that's, that's, that's catastrophic. Yeah, that's, if you're the NBA, though, you've got to be sitting back going, let's see what the arbiter says here. Right? I would think I so. Because otherwise, like... Yeah, okay. I wouldn't make a Anyways. move until I heard from, from that, but... Tops for Steen. Can I, can I brag for two seconds? Yeah. I am not often right. I am very public about saying that. Okay. Tops Finest to me was the product of the year. I am now bumping that to number two. Tops Pristine is unfreaking believable. Says the guy trying to sell you on it. Oh, Go ahead. Trust me, this is the pump. pump. It. Oh, here's the pump. The dump will happen tonight. I'm yep. going to be breaking all afternoon. We got 30 <laughs> cases. It is amazing. It's fire. He's literally shaking, shaking as he's saying it. I do. I have been super happy. Um, okay. Well, that's cool. I honestly, I, I have actually seen other people say stuff about it. Platinum so. Chrome anniversary, a bit of a dud to me. Yeah, he's low end, but I was like, eh. archive signatures. Mm. Man, there was something else eh. with the whole Panini. Uh, dang. Oh, I do remember now. This was actually kind of uh, no. I'm not. I'm not ripping Ravel live. I am gonna say something on tweet tweeters. The whole thing with Panini and Fanatics. There is talk, which I don't know who this comes from or anything like that. There is talk that there is. Fanatics and Panini, like main headquarters for Panini, not Panini America. But there's stuff that they're meeting already to discuss Wait buyouts a and Have stuff. Have we like talked that. about this? Uh, why? I didn't say anything to you about this, did I? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. I was gonna I say, did, did I was you like, hear I from an independent source? I don't know where you I'm not are and wanting. I won't name my source. Okay. Well, definitely don't. Did you yeah. hear from anybody besides me though? No. Okay. I, I was just curious. But the person like, that you said who said, I, I, I trust that person. I do too. I'm just, I I thought you were coming to the table with another one. I was going to say that would be interesting. Oh, if there was two. Yeah. That would be a different Could be story. a real newsroom Here, situation. You know what? Though. After you told me that, you know what I immediately did? Called I went him out and her? started looking, uh, looking up private jets because uh, you can track flight pass. Apparently, uh, people who invest in like big time stock companies and stuff like that, they will look up like merger and acquisitions if there's rumors of them. They'll start following the. What'd you find? The flight, flight plans. Pass? Uh, no, I couldn't find their actual jet. Unfortunately, well, Ruben's on vacation. Well, I thought like, well, Ruben just posted some pictures of his jet. I tried to find it. if I could find like his tail number or something. I could find some information. If unfortunately, has I didn't Michael see that. Ruben's tail number. Shoot yeah, that over. Exactly. This um, almost wasn't a real newsroom situation. Dude, though. if I found that, that would have been big breaking news. Breaking. Yeah, with Charlie, and then Jeff Daniels' character. Uh huh. Genoa. They're both getting the same thing, and they have this aha moment, like, "Oh, we both have these sources." And at oh. the end, it comes out, like, "Wait a minute, what's your guy's name? That's wait. my guy's name, and that guy's a scumbag." Oh, wait! Almost brought so, down, almost brought down the whole company. So what we're saying is that is complete rumor. We don't know oh, anything at, for sure. It, again, I trust the person. The person is not affiliated with either Panini or Fanatics. Yes, uh, but somebody I do trust. He doesn't say, up but they said it world. off the record. I was just, that was interesting. I was like, dude, if you heard it from somebody else, yeah, then we're been. starting naming names and blow this whole thing up. <laughs> um, all right. So are there we you done? go. We do have, well, here's the thing. Yeah, there are things that we'd never covered that are in the mailbag. So I think we could just go over at least some Save of them. Save me some something we'll for next skip. week. I got a whole week without you. I got to do something. You know, all you have to do is post a mailbag post and do you're going to get next stuff. Week. Yeah. I, I look for it. By the way, guys, I'm out all next week. Mike will be here. I don't know if he's doing one or two episodes, I'm but either two. way. He will be doing those episodes solo and or with the guest. Do you have anybody? 
Eddie's going to join me for a day or two. Okay. I mean, for a few minutes on one show. Nice. We have a plan in place. We've been talking about plans for this expansion, this growth, this whole thing with the breaking. Uh, I told him I want to talk through it a little bit, and then we can kind of present it some of it here. But anyways, uh, he's going to join me for a few minutes. It's one segment. We'll just talk about the regular stuff. I don't know who's coming on for, like, segments, or for, like, a show. I don't know if I'll have, like, a sit-in. Okay. Well, either I, way. I used to like solo shows. I mean, I, it's a different, it's been, it's a different What I appreciated now, when I did my last solo show was just having someone there just to, so even though they had knew nothing about the hobby, it was just nice to have someone in the room. So just to be clear, that's a, not a solo show. You had a guy with you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like you going just solo talking and not even like a response or anything like that. I'm telling you, you would probably appreciate just having someone there. Just even if it's Hannah, just sitting there. You may be right. I've done that before, though. Like, that's what I started doing. That's the first six months I did it. Mm -hmm. So it is different. But for you, I think we've only ever done you with somebody else. It is a different world. I enjoy solo. I've gone completely solo and I definitely prefer it. The other way. I like having someone there. Papa Geo in next week. Yeah. Have Papa Geo in there. Well, just make sure he knows like the basic rules of how this works. What does that mean? Just don't say anything like you don't want other people to hear or know or. No, he probably will. Okay. Uh, we'll figure that out. But yeah, next week, same schedule. Monday, Thursday, unless there's a development with the kid. The Labor Day episode is off, though. So that one, we will not have one that Tuesday, day. Thursday that week. Pretend, is no, that, that would right? be a Thursday. I'd do the Thursday episode. Oh, we're taking episode. that other one off. Totally. Yeah, the Labor Day week. episode, which is on a Monday, that one is off. Just taking off. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. That's fine. Can I ask you a question that you don't have to say yes? Do you think you could, like, maybe just tamp down any latent anger just for uh, a couple minutes for the audience so that I could call Ravel real quick and just see if he has any additional information. Go ahead. You can call. I, I'm not going to. I'm Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Hello. Darren, uh, yeah. I do appreciate this. This is Jesse, by the way. How are you? How are you? Uh, you're on the podcast, by the way. We're just jumping right in because we're almost out of time. We're not going to get into the whole thing. There was, were there hurt feelings? Yes, but it's fine. It's fine. We appreciate all your posts that you've been uh, making about the whole Panini situation, NFLPA. At this point, I would love to just get your take uh, on where you think Panini is headed uh, and what you think the future of the card market is going to be for NFL this year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this whole thing is completely wild. Um, the fact that the NFLPA was in Panini's offices earlier this month, and then all of a sudden, Panini is apparently blindsided by the fact that all of a sudden, effective immediately, they do not have the rights to the NFLPA, the players' names and likenesses. You know, nothing like this has ever happened before. And then, you know, you're literally doing this days before your 2023 product is coming out, or, or actually hours, hours. And, and, how do, and how do you make a call on doing that? And the call they've made is that whatever the PAs decided, it's it's ineffective and it's and it's not the reality. So now you have a situation where, okay, so now you're buying luminance or whatever for 2023. They keep selling. Are you going to get it in two or four weeks, or is something going to happen with the mediation that now might happen? We now have uh, uh, the mediation that Panini is demanding. We have uh, Panini in the uh, Texas court uh, over the conduct of fanatics and uh, their employees and Panini's employees. We have the antitrust lawsuit uh, in Florida, uh, Panini against Fanatics, and we have Fanatics against Panini in New York. All of this obviously has collectors just completely (laughs) baffled, and we don't know, we really, 
I don't know what's going to happen, but the fact that it's tied up in the courts or the legal system in this way is actually really scary when we as collectors love what we do so much. And just think about the cottage industry. You guys have covered it ad nauseum. The cottage industry of the breakers. What happens now? Uh, and 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 so so that that that's really there's so many questions here, obviously, Jesse. There, there was one point that I, all I've seen was Jeff Wilson made a post about this. And I haven't seen anyone else confirm Hello? this, but <laughs> he made a post yesterday that said the reason why NFL PA pulled out was because of the change of top leadership at Panini. Have you heard this as well? Is that true? Yeah. So that, 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 that came from my original report from David Boys, the lawyer for Panini saying that's what he believed the breach was. So essentially, so essentially, in these contracts, there are, uh, you know, clauses that say if there's a change in control or if there's a sale of the company. Obviously, the NFLPA and these guys are hoping to get around if there's a substantive if there's a substantive change of the company, even though the company has the same name. If they have different leadership, maybe they don't want to be in the deal anymore. Now, Fanatic Fanatic hired what Panini admitted was seven high-ranking employees from Panini. And so I guess you could say, well, there was a change in control. Panini says that only two of them were vice presidents, and only one was was reporting to the CEO, and that these people and their, their positions were filled within two weeks. So was there a change uh, in okay. control? So, so Darren, just just two quick, quick questions here. I, I just want a little clarity, or just your opinion. Uh, what are the chances in your mind that the NFL itself does the same move, where they make a switch and terminate their deal with Panini and move to Fanatics? Do you think that happens? Likely, not likely? What's your thought there? So, well, Ken Golden last night said, and I think it's right, that these guys, the NFL Players, Inc. and NFLPA, are really, they have not been lockstep with each other historically. However, 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 it is damaging to the market. We can't have two or three years here of uh, logo list helmets, and, and and you know, I mean, no, no one, no collector. You guys know this. No collector is going to say, "Well, you know, hey, it's 2023. This will be the year we'll we'll look at cards that are licensed by one or the other, and they'll look fake, but we'll still buy them." No one's going to put up with this. So I think. I think everyone, you know, it would be in the best interest of uh, of everyone to make this happen. However, you have to remember the NFLPA has different legal counsel, different takes than the NFL Players Inc. guys do, and maybe the NFLPA thinks that this is right, and maybe the NFLPA at the NFL thinks this isn't, and and that the legal the legal exposure is too great. There's, there's no like, hey, one did it, the other's going to do it. These are very independent organizations. Absolutely. Okay, my last, my last question then. Uh, I am curious because again, you're the one who broke the story uh, for the for the hobby world for sure, right? Like you got this first. Uh, I am curious. Same question. Do you think there's a chance the NBA PA does this now? Because that was kind of some other some of the first conclusions people had. If it was enough for the NFL PA to break it, it's an, there's enough here, and whatever whatever the change of leadership, whatever it might be, is going to also be enough for the NBA. Do you think that's something we see happen? It it seems kind of tenuous to me, like the that this is the the the, the breach. Uh, it, it's hard to say exactly 
what the NBPA, if they have the same contract, um, it'd be interesting if they have the same kind of reach terms. But I think it's also, you know, it, it's up to who is the lead, the general counsel, to make their call on whether they think that separation is, is legally responsible. What, what you have to remember here, I, I think this is a really important point that, you know, Panini has not really talked about much. Panini says we're competent. We've done a good job. Percentage revenue has gone up greatly since we've been doing this. But you got to remember, there is no uh, request for proposal. There's no RFP that has to happen. The fact that Fanatic got long-term deals with everyone for the future there's nothing wrong about that per se in terms of like what was supposed to be done. Fanatic also offered percentage ownership to both the unions and the league. So when you, when, if Fanatic, when Fanatic came out in their lawsuit against Panini and said, we just offered a better deal. This isn't monopolistic. Yes, we own all these things now, but this isn't monopolistic. We just offered them a better deal. And these guys are independently saying as executives that they think we had a better deal. So I think that's an important point to make among all this, that that Fanatic did offer the ownership structure. And, and, and that does make a difference because no one had ever offered that before. All right. So last thing, and then we're going to, we'll let you go because uh, we've covered, I think, mainly everything else. Do you think there's a world at this point where we see announcements of fanatics buying out panini and if so because you uh missed the first part of the show will you tell us first so that we can break it right after you yeah, redeem yourself that's yeah. what we're asking for <laughs> <laughs> i'm i i i am i am sorry no uh, you're fine. You're it's fine. okay don't listen so, to the first 30 minutes <laughs> so i do think there's a possibility that we have that the panini might be cut off and won't be able to sell their product i think that's a possibility I do think there's a possibility that Fanatic won't make any product. And I think there, again, probably five to 10% chance we're going to be in limbo with football cards here. Okay. All right. That's well, gonna... Hang on, hang on. So, so do you think there's a chance Fanatics buys Panini then? I do think there's a chance Fanatics buys Panini, but they are, they are warring. They are warring so much now that I'm not, you know. They're, you don't think they could come to a deal? It, no, they're just such enemies that a lot of things have to come together and and feelings need to go out the window. Like let's get let's get over feelings here and do what's best for Bobby. Because I will tell you this. I think you guys are in the same boat. Panini, yes, their their customer service isn't good. They have millions and tens of millions of dollars in redemption. They're not, they're by a far stretch a perfect company. However, however, People want national treasures. Absolutely. People, yep. people want prism. And they've been hugely responsible for the gro- for a lot of the good that we've seen the past 10 years. I think I think they I think they have. You can separate some of the bad with, oh, you know, the customer service isn't good, the this and that. Okay, but but they ha- they have been part of the growth. It'd be disingenuous not to think so. One hundred percent. This is a very much a Ravel situation. He really tried to <laughs> screw us showing up late, but then he also, to his credit, came on and did some good. He did See? a lot of good. Yeah. Both can be true. Darren, thank you for the time, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. We'll Thanks, be in touch guys. in the future. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, you got it. Bye bye. You see that analogy at the end? It's just part of what I bring to the table. What do you want to talk about now? Fine. We're going right into Otani, Otani news. There you go. Uh, 
Otani has a UCL sprain, potentially, a, I think at this point it's actually a, a tear of some kind. Tommy John would repair that, but obviously it would put him out. So he is not, here's what is conclusive with Otani. Just to be clear, this is in his pitching arm, I assume, right? Correct. Okay. I, well, I think so, at least. Must be. Gotta be. It's an injury from pitching. It has to be. Okay, okay. Uh, he is not, they've come on and said he will not be pitching the rest of the season. We're, we're going to continue to evaluate to see his hitting, what, what's going to happen with him at the plate. Oh, they think he could still hit even? Oh, yeah, he did this a couple years ago, and he's had the same injury before. He's had Tommy John in the past, oh. and he continued to hit. So here's what's interesting about that, though. The trolls and just losers on Facebook. Jumping all on board. day. I mean, last night and this morning, as soon as the news broke, this is why you don't collect young guys. You know, see, knew it was coming. You know, all this stupid stuff. And what's amazing is, and, and then the other big shot people were taking is, yeah, nice job buying all those base cards for 20 bucks. The MVP buyback. Uh, check the Vegas odds today. He is minus 700. The second closest <laughs> is Corey Seager, who's also been in and out of injuries the second half of the season, plus 1,700. Otani does not need to go to the plate, doesn't have to show up to the stadium again this year. He's winning the MVP. So if you're that foolish, just <laughs> know... You're a donkey. Yeah. Period. There you go. That's fair. Also, the whole attitude of just celebrating now and terrible. Like, people celebrated the Wander thing. People are now celebrating this. There is so much joy from people getting crushed on values. His values are not getting crushed like Wander. But it, it is just remarkable. It I, really is just a laughable state of our hobby. And we've talked about this. We talked about this when the Wander thing came out. I think it's important to talk about again only because... We need to solidify that this is a bad thing, and people who do this are bad. So there you go. And if they're you, just bitter if you idiots. do it, just just stop doing it. You don't have to do it. You could stop. And if you see people doing it, don't jump in on their whole thing. Ignore them or uh, delete Dox it or whatever. Dox them. Find where they were. Find work. their family members. Yep, make all an accusation that. that will get them um, fired. But That's yeah, don't do. don't stoop to their level. I'll, keep it positive. That's all I'm saying. So Tani is at this point not an investment. That you're going to buy into. Is that what you're... I mean, if his prices came down today, I'd buy him today. That's what I wanted to say. Like, if he comes down enough... Of course. His I market mean, he's isn't... an all-time great at this point. Like, don't you... You don't think so? I mean, he's played like three years. I, I mean... I don't he's know, only all, played he's three a, he's years. He's a great talent. I mean, how many games has he played? How many well, games... I mean, I'm not saying... How many games... At this point, he's not going... He's not going to just leave the league. And he's been playing for five years. How many games, though, has he played? I'd be interested. Yeah, check how many games. Because in five years, that's 800 and... Well, hang on. Don't say it. 162 times math. 5, 500, 300, 10, 810 games. Or five full seasons. I'm going to say he's played no more than... Oh, wait a minute. I'm way off, aren't I? Five times 160. Oh, no, I'm right. Yeah, five times 160. Two. I'm saying it's 810. Let me get my calculator. Hang on. This is good for the podcast. <laughs> This is 162 so times... I think you're right. It is 810. Okay. I'm going to say he's played no more than... 500, 550. Okay. He has played. Uh, what if I'm over exact? I might be way off on that. Don't. Oh, actually, we should not be just like waiting I mean, for me to find it because it's going to take a second to actually find oh, that's fine. how many total games he has played. Just how many career games has Otani played? Yeah, yeah, Um. So I'm games played. Yep. Uh, 692. Really? Yep. Minus 62. Equals, that is interesting. He's 118. He's only missed that many. Interesting. I thought he missed that was in 2020. 2020, he only played 44 games. Well, that was a a short year anyway. It was only 60. Oh yeah. Do you have the individual breakdown by year? Mm -hmm. Um, What 2018 is when he came up. What? How many did he play then? 104. 2019. 106. 
2044. Oh, which, okay, to his credit, by the way, because there's only 60. Mm-hmm. So my 810 is off. But then after that, 155, 157, and then 126 this year. That's interesting. I thought he missed way more time than that. That's, a, that's okay. why I, I say that. I mean, I'm he's not, still not an all-time. He's an all-time great talent. He's obviously not an all-time great because he's only been doing it a few years. Of, yeah, but as long as but this doesn't completely take him out. Which it won't. I mean, again, That's what I mean. Maybe, though, it it takes him out of pitching all-time. Like, maybe this is the... Because at some point, maybe you're just done with him as a pitcher. Yeah. And you just let him be a top, you know, maybe the best hitter in baseball. Okay. But it's not going to derail his career. He's going to win another MVP this year. Potentially, he leaves as a free agent and goes to a market that's going to be competitive in the playoffs. So these guys, like, initially, if you want to just get rid of your stuff now, fine. But the thought that, like, this is it is just... It's as dumb as anything I've ever seen. He's winning the MVP, and he's probably going to play again this year. Now let's talk Trey Lance. You saw he's that trash. He's third string now, right? Third string at least. Well, actually, I don't even know if they've solidified third string. Yeah, Darnold second. Yeah, exactly. Well, Tyler um, and his trulies were in my pool yeah. yesterday, <laughs> lamenting Trey Lance. So Trey Lance, if you're still holding on to him, I guess what you just just gotta, shelf it. Shelf it. Don't yeah, even get rid of it. Do? Yeah. What else are you going to do now? I mean, the, the, he still goes for 26 bucks. I don't know. Yeah. Just shelf it. See what happens. You never know. It, I mean, Darnold's not the starting quarterback in the league anymore. And who knows? We're going to get out of Purdy. I think he's going to be very good, but there's a possibility Trey plays again for them or somebody else. Trey Lance, uh, still outsells Zach Wilson. I think well, so. Zach Wilson's, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> garbage. You outsell Zach Wilson. Really? You think so? No, I oh. don't. Not at all. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So let's also talk about cracking cleans or do you want to wait on that one and go to the LeBron tops now card? I don't understand the LeBron tops now card. Somebody said this is indicative that he has a deal with fanatics. I, I don't really know anything about yeah. it. So until I hear, I'd like to shelf that one. Well, the only, the, the thinking behind that is because he is appearing on a tops card, even though he's been exclusive. That's really the not, only, he's not been exclusive with, he has been on Panini cards. His autos, his have, been autos exclusive. have been exclusive. That's what I mean. I don't know that this is a, a thing. I thought it was something to do. It might be. I just don't know. Okay. Well, uh, either way, there were 32,000 of those cards sold. There was a third most Tops he, Now card ever who sold. Who was he on it with? Mookie Betts. Oh, Mookie. That's I right. I bought 20 of them. So so that card's going to the gutter. So uh, as you can tell, Light that's your not going to do it. But there were like some numbered cards in there that just randomly How's inserted. That? So okay. parallels and random. I was curious. So when you buy it, you get one card in a pack? Uh, Yeah. Well, you're buying it by the card. But do you? But, but in other words, if I go in and say I'm buying one, is it just a base card, or do they send you, you don't one? Know. Co- so that's what I mean. You could it, yeah. get a parallel. Exactly. Yep. So okay. that's that was my thinking. I was like, you know what? For twenty, I think for it, it, the cost came down as you bought more. So I bought twenty cards. They were initially five bucks a card, but after you bought twenty, it was like eighty bucks. So the numbered um, ones have to be pretty good money then. That's why. Well, that the base the are just ones in the past. Mass. Like there have been a few in the past that have done really, really well. Hmm. Man, I wish it's still the the page. They've taken the page down, so I can't see what the actual numbering was on them. So you'll more than likely see those flying through, you know, SGC, PSA, anybody who can get it graded, uh, and then they can put it up online really fast because whoever does it first is going to make the most money, of course. But yeah, that was the LeBron news. Let's now go to the crack and clean, which I, that seems Did to be the new the Trevor Lawrence. That's what they're calling it now, crack and clean. Which has been happening forever. So, so actually, we talked about Grant earlier. I I watched his TikTok today, Grant from Backyard. He actually had screenshots. He said he reached out to the guy and had screenshots mm-hmm. of the guy. Because my question was, how do we know this is the same card? This was a Trevor Lawrence color blast that was mm-hmm. initially graded a PSA 5. 
Supposedly, after he double-checked, the guy did crack this card, send it into BGS. And well, send, hang on, send it to his grader to clean the surface. To True, give it, yeah, that's, like wipe, yeah, that's and important. And then send it into BGS, and it got a 10 pristine. There, it was like a 10, 10, 10, and a 9, 5, yeah, I one, think, nine, on five. maybe corners or something like that. But anyways, there is a lot of uh, talk out there of the whole cracking clean. If this is just becoming a new way to call trimming. Cause I mean, well, that, cause there are kits out there that are, yes, they come with cleaning. They come with wipes and all that stuff. But now there are some kits that are coming out with like a little exacto. And I've said like clean up uh, a little edge or something like that. Like by trimming it. I mean, what else do you want to call that? Okay. So that's too far. You want to, you want to wipe a surface down. I'm okay with that. I don't care about surface stuff. I've really, I never have. No. Yeah, cause that's been happening by the way for years. Now, if you're trimming and altering a card, that's a little bit different. But yeah, if there's surface scuffs, whatever, and you can clean them off without damaging the card. But- here's here's my big, big sure. concern. I've been thinking, I've purposely not said anything about it because it's it's nothing but negative, but it just makes complete sense that this is what's going to happen. As the, the hobby maybe loses people, uh, we've obviously seen prices go down. Even if it gains people, if prices are not going up or people are still underwater, or just people are more desperate to make money you are going to 100%. You're already seeing it. We just don't know about it. People are taking cards. They are trimming. They're doing whatever they have to do because they have no morals. These are people who would be fine shoplifting or grabbing something uh, that's not theirs, easily stealing. They are taking advantage of this by trimming a card that was worth $1,000 and sending it back in to get regraded and it now worth $5,000. Why wouldn't they do that? Who's there's, doing this? What do you what do you talk? I mean, I'm not I don't know anybody specifically, but there's not a world where that's not happening. I mean, here's the only difference. If I can shoplift, I can just get away with it and walk. The difference here is the grading is supposed to catch those alterations that are made. Yeah, but they obviously don't. Well, we already well, know. Well, like, well, we're saying we're, we 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 I, I know when we talk with Mathis that the uh, people are doing well, this all the idiot. time. Uh, he's an idiot. Let's just be honest. That guy's a dummy. I don't know this. He's not a dummy. He's, he's, he's doing but he's I doing something that I don't agree with, but that doesn't him, mean he's wrong. Well, we asked him though. What did you have? You he didn't. He admitted he he never admitted he trimmed cards or that he had cards trimmed sent in that he knew were trimmed that got graded. He just knew about them. Do I think it sure. happens? By the way, of course. But like this, Trevor Lawrence. I don't think there's a world where someone's trimming a prism card in this day and age. I just don't, and it's getting and it's getting through. Okay, ex- May, maybe. I mean, I, I really, really do doubt so that. So you think it's just an error that they PSA graded it a five or is it I an error it, that BGS graded it a 10? I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. I think PSA was probably very strict about something. I guarantee there was some issues with the surface that got cleaned up and then BGS overgraded the card. So Maybe. one undergraded, one overgraded, and there was a little bit of, tr- you know, cleaning in the middle. I like to think that the world has mainly good people in it, but there are enough bad people that I do not see how that is not happening as we speak. Even... It, I think it is. I, I just don't think it's as easy to get away with as it was presented that I day. I hope it's not as easy, but that doesn't mean that there aren't people who are good at it who are doing it. Agreed. I don't disagree with that. I just, yeah, that's why I said, like, like I just think it's so much that's overplayed. That's why, again, I think, I, I and I, if there's the another solution, yeah, if there's a solution sure. other than this, do it. But every card should have its own individual serial number. That's, I think, the only way you could ever really know. Another comment. Oh, you know what was interesting, though? I thought it was funny Beckett was getting a lot of crap about this. Like, they were only grading this card to, like, make— Well, you saw who who was saying something. It was um, uh, Cblez was saying something about how Beckett is maybe grading easier. The I don't know. 
I don't know if Is that's that the true. Kid we met. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. Do you have this video? Can we play that? That little clip of his? Uh, yeah. I think Cardborn posted this, I believe, from like Seablaz. And I think I have Before it you play it, though, let me say this. Okay. Oh, Beckett is doing this to get notoriety. He's doing this to make a splash. Well, somebody took 31 PSA 10 Michael Jordan rookies at the National and tried to get them crossed over to Beckett to be pristine or black label. Mm -hmm. None of them crossed. I, I am not the biggest Beckett fan, but if Beckett wanted to make a splash with grading, let's get a black label Jordan rookie. You mean to tell me they didn't take advantage of that but with a hey, Trevor Lawrence color. Hang blast. on, hang on. But th there's no world where they're doing that at the national. Like Why? if they're going to do it, they do that where there's not going to be eyes uh, immediately on that. But they, but they wanted that. To, that would have the, huge press around it. That correct, would not. But that was the accusation here. They're doing this for press to make a splash with a Trevor Lawrence card. Oh, I don't think they're doing it for press. I think they're doing they're it doing because it people all. are going to see that. Oh, well, I can. If I go there, my cards will be graded higher, and therefore I'll get more money when I go to sell them. I don't. I, I don't think it's a thing he, of like wanting people to know about it. He, here is the true story, just to be very, very clear. Anyways, is I, Facebook is just going nuts over here. By the way, I don't know what just happened on my computer. Uh, all grading companies have inconsistencies at times. Period. Sure. You could send the exact same card ten times to SGC, PSA, BGS. There will be some variance in grade. I guarantee it. I happen to think, from my experience. SGC is by far the most consistent. Yeah. I hate greatest, the fact that, that Evan Mathis agrees with that because I think he's a donkey, but he did as well. I think they are the best and most consistent grader, period. They make mistakes as well. BGS makes mistakes all the time. PSA all the time. It happens. I just, this whole thing about like this tinfoil theory. I'd like, do you have the Seablaz thing? Because I'm mm -hmm. curious what he said then. Because I saw just a, I think I just saw like a, a caption around this. If you notice, all these Kraken crosses are going from PSA to Beckett. Okay, pause. Hang on. What, what, what all these Kraken crosses? The Jordans didn't. Oh, not Kraken clean, Kraken cross. Well, right. What, what, what all these are doing that? Not to mention the fact, who was, who was taking a highly graded PSA card and taking the risk to go with Beckett when the resale value is a joke? What is he? This is what I mean, though. There's so many generalizations. I'm not even coming after that kid, but there's so many generalizations made about things like this. My question is always the same. Where's the proof of this? This is one example. Fine. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, but go ahead. For I'm sure. going to interrupt again. But let's All these Kraken crosses are going from PSA to Beckett. To me, this means that Beckett is trying to win business back. Over the last few years, as we all know, PSA has reigned supreme in the grading world over everyone else. And I think Beckett is making a big effort to give people high grades because... Okay. Where are all the other examples of this? They're making such a big effort. This is a Trevor Lawrence color blast. Where's everybody else? Where are all the other just 10s floating around? The only other one Where I can all think the other of black is, labels floating around? it was that one instance we talked about. It was a Pokemon card that went from like a, I think it was a PSA 8 to a black label. That was the only other instance. Okay. But that's you know, two. You know how many times this happened with me? With a pristine once, a Royce Lewis back in 2018. Went from a BGS 9, it was already mm -hmm. a BGS. I cleaned the surface down, came back a BGS 10, a pristine. This is... If this is happening, mm -hmm. and again, maybe it is, let's hear about it. Yeah. Because there's been one video about one card that the guy admitted he sent to a professional subber. Those guys are great. They can work on things, especially if it's a surface issue. And quite frankly, I have an issue with some things that are alterations. I don't have a big issue with surface stuff. And if that's what it was, fine. 
but like this, they're, they're doing this to win all this business back. Mm -hmm. And yet nobody can point to all these examples of it. So if that's true, then they're just the stupidest marketing people on the planet. <laughs> You're doing this to win business back and there's no examples of it that they can readily point to. Well, I think Come of it on. as like a guerrilla marketing is he thing. Done? If they're, I mean, that's the main point. You, you got what it was, but that was it. If you're going to do something that you want to bring in business, but you don't want prying eyes, that's, I mean, that would be the way you do it. But you get more prying eyes from it than anything. If P, if, if BGS Pristine started popping up all over the place, look at what happened with one oh, card. I'm not saying like a Pristine. I'm just saying like taking a, a card and grading it higher than what it rightfully should have been. That but would if, be the overall But if thought. that's the case, then every grading company is going to do it. Again, put everybody in a vacuum. If I give my customers I, higher grades, they're going to use me more. Well, and that's why we hope that there's, you know, these we can trust these companies. But this is where we, I think the only reason why this would even be thought of, and I, 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 I agree with you, I don't think that Beckett is actually doing this. But I think the only time where you can even consider this is when companies start to feel the pressure of not being in the position financially that they once were. And not to say like, you take the whole fact that the card market pricing has gone down over the last couple of years, you know, take that away. You obviously, we obviously see people, less people are sending cards to Beckett than they are to SGC or even CSG in some cases. So it does make me think, is there a world where it could happen? Yes, I don't think. I think to your I point, I don't think is, it yeah. is. And then again, my, that's always my challenge. If it's so rampant and this is their big thing, let's see, you know, this kid's sitting in a restaurant clanging dishes around. Let's, let's get some examples of it. Mailbag. Adam Dawson, this here. is a non-panini question. Give me two seconds because I want to listen. I had a few picks. We don't have to talk about this stuff. I thought I had we some. Are, we did the picks. We covered them. I take a lot of pictures. What do you want me to do? <laughs> no, just. Oh, the little griffers. Look at that little guy. Okay, go ahead. I'm Adam. telling you guys, I've, I hope he takes them. I did bring pills to the office today. I little hope he griffers. takes one for you. Um, Adam Dawson still <laughs> wants you guys to use your influence at SGC to get them to start grading, authenticating non-pack pulled autos. I would love or that. Or found out why they don't. They, um, they don't they, I know exactly they why. Do they, they don't have the time. That's they, what I was going to say. They are, they have, ex like PSA is number one in in, uh, in volume. It's not close. SGC is number two and it's not that close. Like they are cranking. They're doing almost 100,000 cards a month now. Yeah. They're expanding. I think that's their focus. So. I wouldn't say it's not something that they wouldn't do ever, but at this time, yeah, they just, I don't think they can fit they, it in. Yeah, I don't blame them. The bandwidth is not there. Cole Benz. Is it possible that there could be a freeze on the release of NFL products because of this? Um, and if so, could you see baseball products increasing in value? So this is actually something, funny enough, I was looking at uh, in the TCG world because I noticed like Lorcana is absolutely insane. By the way, individual packs, there's 24 packs in a booster box of Lorcana. Individual packs are going for like 15 bucks online. That and that's uh, not only I, I went out to eBay and double checked. Three hundred. I went over to Shep's, uh, our local card shop. No, I think it's like I thought it was like four hundred, or maybe it is three hundred. I can't remember. Actually, yeah, we're good. I got um, it. But I anyways, know. he confirmed guys are doing this, and some are doing it for even more, like twenty bucks a pack. They're going because he's selling it for three hundred dollars a box in store, and then you go out and you see like on eBay, like people are buying it up. So, um, but at the same time, I noticed that. Obsidian Flame, the new Pokemon product that was like really popular, it's going down a little bit in price. Is that because of the Lorcana demand? Well, I think like, you know, those are cannibalizing. The, yeah, cannibalizing one to feed the other. And I wondered the same thing. If football does do, you know, if there's not football product, do prices start going up on other ones because they breakers and sellers may know, like, oh well, so I think this is all you have. And I think no. I think 
old football goes up. If you have a, again, if you're a football based breaker, like we said earlier, yeah. you're not going to all of a sudden be like, Hey, but I got all this great tops pristine. Sure. You're going to say, Hey guys, we're doing some retro football. Here's 22, 21, 20 product. Yep. I think that's if I don't think there's going to be an eruption either, by the way, but if there is, I think that's what happens as older football goes up. Uh, not necessarily baseball. And quite frankly, based on what we've seen for baseball this year, it doesn't need the help. Baseball is doing just fine. Uh, Abe, Abe wanted to know with all the talk of Panini all the time, he wants to know what's our favorite Panini. Uh, there was a guess that my favorite Flawless. would be Cuban and yours would be a big chicken parm, but uh, oh, a sandwich. Yeah. Um, I would say I, I'm not a chicken parm. I do like a Rube or a Cuban. So yeah, I think he nailed it. Rick Thomas. Great job. Uh, Mike Foley. That guy's a creep. He's like literally been stalking us. He did nail the, the parm. I knew that would oh, be he's yours. Like, the other day, I saw Mike eat a chicken parm. He's wearing white socks. I'm like, what? Me, uh, Michael Foley kidding, wants Rick. to know, what is the NFL going to do with the news about the NFL PA dropping Panini? That's no all clue. speculation. We, yep, we again, will find out um, hopefully in the next week or two. Cody James. So as of right now, could Panini make cards with logos of retired players? Yes. Yes, right. With logos, yep. they can still do that of Correct. retired the uh, retired players. Will Robertson, can you guys clarify the rule on products that don't have the PA license? I seem to remember that they can only include six players that are members of the PA. Oh, this is a, is that this accurate? Is a, I've never heard th that. This before. is the Leaf exception. Uh, if you go back, so like Leaf Metal, Leaf Draft, Leaf Valiant, those are all prospect products because they're not in the PA yet. So. Uh, you know, Wander was signing three years ago. J-Rod was in it. All the, Adley, all these guys were in it before they make their PA, before they're in the PA. Mm -hmm. I thought it was two, though, because those have always had two. Like, one year it was Otani and Tatis, Acuna and Tatis, and it was Acuna and Vlad one year. There was, like, a little bit of an exception, but I don't know the legality of it. But that's what he's talking about. There was Interesting. a rule. And We've I, never talked about that before. Honestly, and I hate to say this, we would have to have Brian Gray on to talk about that. Because he I would, would love know. To have Brian Gray on. Uh, um, he, there is at least there used to be some sort of an exception. That's why even this year, uh, Bobby Witt signed in Panini product this year, and Bobby Witt is in the PA this year. Oh. So there's there's something in place. I just don't know the specifics. That's a great question, though. Okay. So if that were the case with football, like, could you do the same thing? Yeah, exactly. All the retirement vets. But here's the problem: there's not two guys who are going to carry that. Yeah. Like it's just not. I. Yeah. But anyways, interesting point though on other topics. We should expand on that. Um, Michael CM from, Oh, by the way, before I go to Michael's question, uh, there were some other people asking if like Brian Gray left leaf. I don't know where those rumors came from. And there was also rumors that, uh, fanatics was buying out leaf. None of these things are true. I, yeah. Brian's uh, the owner of leaf. He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's not going anywhere. He's still with them. And fanatics is definitely not. It was a them, fake so. auto though. This was a thing that came up. So but that's yeah. And, so I, I would almost guarantee Brian addresses that. He's he already pretty, did. Okay. I was yeah, say, he's yeah. pretty public. Like say we love him or hate him. He's very outspoken. He gets in front of these things. I, a, it was the have guy to. who played Jason, I think. And like, I think the Friday 13th movies or something like that. Anyways, like as a kid, he played him. And so he signed these cards, but Ari something, right? Yeah. And then he can't come out, came out on uh, Twitter and said, this is fake. Totally, you know, not real. These are not my autos. But then man, what Brian, a loss to the world. That yeah, is. I know. Right. He, Brian came out though. And he's like, we have a signed affidavit from Ari as well as a, uh, I guess, like a witness. witness who also signed saying that these are his autographs. Ari so, was like, I haven't been relevant in 35 exactly, years. Like, stir it up. Yep. That's exactly what everyone's saying. So that's funny. Uh, Michael's question with a lot of guys having money tied up in guys like Otani, Wander, Trey Lance. Do you think that slows or impacts the overall card market? Nope. 
It's, it's just, this is the same cycle every year. Guys, had, last year, a lot of people had money tied up in uh, Mac Jones when he tanked and Zach Zion, Wilson. Zion. Yeah. There's, there's examples all the time. The world goes, the world continues to spin. Uh, Kyle Warren, with a range of outcomes from a freeze on cards to a long court battle with releases still allowed, what's your ed educated guess on how card shows will change or adapt price-wise, if at all? Anything Nothing. specific you would personally try and chase with this news? Other Again, than like older products? No, no, I'm, I'm not even doing that. I'm just waiting to see what happens. I don't think it's a time to speculate. I would uh, go after an older product. That would be me. But but yeah, you canceled your sale. So I did, but that was because I okay. saw that I could buy it still for nine fifty. Other are you going to buy it for nine fifty then? Uh, after I canceled it, I thought, well, maybe I'll just wait. That's what I mean. I think. I think <laughs> yeah, but okay. here's the thing: you can buy you it. Would, it was already selling here's for nine ninety nine on blow up before the news came out. Here's a so problem. if you can get it for nine fifty, I don't think you're like necessarily losing anything. You just probably break even. I could just see you crumbling on the witness stand. I just <laughs> broke you down. <laughs> you went from, I would absolutely buy it. You know what? I would buy it if I was in the market. I'm I don't not remember in the market. The last I've got time. a lot of money tied up in other things. I don't remember the last time we were both hyped up. That's the issue today. I know. We are both we're hyped both, up. Yeah. That's what it is. That is a weird thing. We're not like that usually. Shane McCulster? Put you to sleep real quick. Oh, do you want to go fight? Let's go in the other room and fi fight. We'll record it. We'll post it. You want to do it? I mean, I mean you are scrappy and strong, but there's a whole weight thing against you, bro. You think that's not going to... Jesse, Dude, Jesse, please I, I don't know, underestimate. I know you're capable of... I, will, I, I know you have some strength, and I think you're capable of violence. God. You you know as well as I do, you're very timid physically. Yes, I you would, oh, oh, I would agree with that. No, I'm not disagreeing with that By the time you knew what was happening... I'm just saying there's a whole thing of if we're not throwing face punches... I would absolutely be throwing face I punches. Because I feel very uncomfortable punching anyone in the face. But other than that, I, I would just lay on top of you. I would literally... I would just wrap my arms around you. Okay. And I would get my, this arm right here, that would go around your head. That's what all I would do. Now, granted, maybe you I could get out of it. I don't think it's going to, it's fine. The, the, <laughs> the only thing worse than fighting is talking about fighting. My In my head, I think one, I, am, I think one really good kick to your knee yeah. and it's probably over. Here's the thing. You know how to fight. That's my problem. Like I, I got Here's a few the thing. scraps You're my in best high school. Friend Jesse, oh, thank and you, I wouldn't buddy. hurt you. I wouldn't hurt you either. See, That's why it's fun you to die, talk. I will raise your kid. Why did I will we help jump right to wife. me dying? I'm just saying. <laughs> Are you gonna do something? Despite, well, after your outburst today, I just want you to know I don't feel that way. I am a friend through thick and thin. Bro. You know what a friend does? They forgive and forget. Not after There's twenty. Not after not an hour. We're, we're an hour and nine minutes away from that outburst. All right, next Shane McCulser, is it possible that Upper Deck could be a player for the leftovers of Panini? Anything's possible. Dude, I tell you, it was great. Speaking about people, there was a comment. On the, we posted the picture from the Space Needle from the All-Star game. Uh -huh. Some idiot commented today. And he's a Red Sox fan, too. I was like, talk about Boston just getting soft. This guy literally wrote, these are the two guys of the podcast who always talk tough. He goes... He wrote something like one is hairless and the other one's overweight. <laughs> He's like, no wonder they talk. I read this. Just about we what did he post that on? On Instagram. I was, it was the. That's an old photo too. That's what I mean. What I was a weirdo. Like, the fact, it was just great too. The fact that he made, he made a comment about us talking tough. I was like, wait, a, just to be clear, you just found a 50 yeah. day old post. <laughs> but he was like the hairless and overweight. Okay. Back Ooh, to the question. Can we at least name him? That would be great. No, I don't want him getting any followers. Joseph Crumb. <laughs> any. Oh wait, did we even answer? No. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's, I mean, is there a chance? Sure, but who who knows what Penny oh, is going to yeah. look like? The, the, those questions we've said all. I mean, we have to get more detail before we could speculate yeah, further down week, that maybe. rabbit hole. I, I, honestly, I'm hoping Jeremy can get somebody from the PA. He said he may be able to. That would be awesome to have somebody from the PA join next week.
All right, there you go. Are we done? Can we be done I now? I think so. Uh, I'm good. Thank you. By the way, thank you to everybody uh, who made the Facebook group happen. We had 100,000 members as of today. That's incredible. Uh, Groups we'll, for sale. We'll, we'll continue <laughs> to provide, hopefully, more breaking stories like this. Um, we do have giveaways. The Candy, Candy Digital yep, uh, is doing a really cool giveaway where they're basically, if you sign up, create an account through the links in the Facebook group, you are going to get a free pack and you're going to be entered so long as you provide us your username in the comments, you are going to be entered to win a shirt, a sports cards nonsense shirt, signed by Mr. Pete Crow Armstrong himself. And, and ourselves, if you want those, if you I'm want us to sign it. it. I have decided. <laughs> if the person is like, hey, I want it signed by us as well, uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i go out and get it shadow box framed. I think oh, it'll be a fun okay. little addition. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hannah Unless they don't want us first. to sign it, then if you just If they don't want to iron, I'm not even going to ship it to you. <laughs> so, there you go. All Sp- right. Good. Yeah, that was it. Uh, uh, guys, you I'll miss you. To say to me? I'll see you. It'll be uh, uh, almost, it'll be two weeks before I'm back. So sorry, I'll miss man. you all. Mike will be here. Mike, I apologize. <laughs> Mike, no, I apologize. All right. I, I love you, buddy. Here's hey, the deal. Hey, the shut plane, up. I love you. I was okay? going to say, because the plane crashes. I don't want the things you said to me that were unspeakable. Stop so talking I, about I'm glad it. we came to this agreement. Um, sports Cards Nonsense. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Powered by Spotify. We'll be back. I will be back next week, Monday and Thursday. Thursday, unless there's a new GSFE mail arriving in the world. Goodbye. See you then.